Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the People's Podcast Chats with Enoch and I hope you're all doing fine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you find yourself on this planet. I believe you had an amazing week, even though work might have been quite tedious and any other activity you got yourself involved in may have come off a little bit tiring or exhausting. But I did I do hope that you did accomplish all of your missions or any objectives that you set to accomplish within the weekend. I hope you're having an amazing weekend. So without wasting much time, so we have a lot to talk about. So I don't I do not want to waste much time on the introduction alone. So let's just get into today's business. Yeah, so before we actually get into everything, I want to talk about this first. So yesterday I was listening to HD Pod, a London-based podcast hosted by Chucky. And he had a guest on and this guest was Shamza, an FGM survivor and also um, an abuse and trauma survivor, okay? So I was listening to her story and she was talking about the fact that FGM does still exist in our communities, in our societies and among some tribes in Africa and outside of Africa. So when we talk about FGM, what is an FGM? FGM is female genital mutilation. It is a practice where some parts of the female genitalia or the female reproductive organs are being cut off in a form to keep the female pure before marriage or to usher them a, a girl into womanhood that is how some of the tribes or how some of the societies do believe as far as it is concerned so i was like listening to everything and she was talking about the history of it from her knowledge what i why what i took was um it started in Egypt during the Pharaohic age where they had a lot of slaves. So they did it to the slaves. They performed that ritual on the slaves and then so that the slaves wouldn't indulge in any sexual activities so that they would be pure, so that they could actually sell them for a higher price. So I was just listening and most of these tribes or clans or ethnic groups that you know traded with the Egyptians at that time took the tradition or the practice and then introduce it into their clans and tribes and ethnic groups and from the little research that i did it was very common in west africa um east africa and central africa as well as northern africa and also in southern asia with southern asia the countries there was um indonesia and malaysia so i was just like deep in it the fact that you know we've been we've been on women for long okay for time memorial there are lots of things that have been done to women that we may not know okay because in primary school we learned about female genital mutilation but because it is it is a sensitive topic we didn't really go deeper into it but then we learned about the fact that it is the cutting of the female genitalia parts of the female genitalia so that the woman doesn't indulge in sexual activities whatnot but deep in it now listening to her story and the fact that she was mutilated when she was six years old and the kind of pain she went through and like how long it took for her to heal and everything i was like do you know something we we, we we've heard about this we have a bit of knowledge about it but we don't know everything about it for years now women have been like told what to do as as far as they are concerned they have been told what to do they have been told how to move they have been told like they've been instructed on everything possible in their life okay as uh, like we are not women okay we are men we do not know how their 
system works. We do not, we do not know how their body, you know, go about and everything. But we've been instructing them to do this, not to do that, not to do this, to do that. And like we've been, I like, even you know, we've been putting things into society. We've been engrossing society with some beliefs and practices that we think is going to help them. But how do we know very well if it was it was going to help them or not? Some of these things have been abolished. Others still do exist, okay? Some of these things, including um, child marriages and early marriages whatnot, they still do occur in a lot of countries in middle in the Middle East, in Northern Africa, Eastern Africa, Central Africa, and even here in Western Africa. There's been headlines of these cases in the news before, and there, 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 there are still headlines around there. But why do why do we not have enough conversation about these kind of things? Because we feel like it's it's not right for us to talk about. A woman it's not right for us to talk about how a woman generates how a woman goes about and even concerning their reproductive system we do not even talk about that at all because we feel like it's like it's it's a lot and we can't take it in but can it like is it that is it a form of ignorance that we are trying to you know put it away and not talk about it at all not listen to them and their concerns and what they would want us to do for them or is it like we just don't care about how they move we just they should just move we don't give a fuck because it's, it was quite troubling listening to this podcast and listening to her and whatever that she's gone through and like everything was quite like i really dipped it and to be honest it was very very devastating to listen to because how can someone go through all of this and then we actually act like it's all right and we act like she she like she deserves it okay because according to her the community or the tribe that she's from made it known to them that if you do that it ushers you into womanhood and then it is wrong though but they've made them believe that it is right for a woman to go through that passage okay it's, it's part of the rite of passage and it is very 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 annoying and it's very 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 disturbing to listen to her talk about how they've engraved it into their society for everybody to believe it's for every woman to be ready at some point to go through it not knowing the act like the actual feeling or the actual thing that they are going to go through when they do it okay so according to her she was talking about the fact that she didn't know what they actually do but like people had a stereotype around, around them when she was around five years old. people had the stereotype that if she doesn't do it it's going to affect her people were laughing at her and everything and it was quite troubling, honestly. If you all get the time, try and listen to HC Pod's um, current episode on um, it is not an issue, it is a world's problem now. And you get some information from it. Now let's get on. Yeah, guys, so moving on, this week I would want us to talk about something. Okay, so yesterday I went to the bank and something happened. So, first of all, the Ghanaian culture of Oh, I'm older. Please let me jump the line and you know get attended to and just move on with my life. It's very very annoying. People shouldn't use that card all the time. We all have important things to do, and I don't know why you think because you're older, because you're an elderly person, and because you know you are not that strong like the adult, adolescents, or the youth. So you think you should be given the excuse, or you should be given um the protocol of 
doing something jumping a queue or whatever so that you get attended to fairs before me so yesterday i was at the bank okay i got to the bank around 2 p.m to make a deposit and there were a lot of people there were a lot of people in there so it was a very long queue i joined the queue after i i finished signing my form and filling everything i joined the queue and i was part of the queue i was just like i was just there being in the queue just you know moving on with life and everything so i was in the queue the queue was moving and apparently a lot of the tellers the bank has about seven tellers and a lot of the tellers were on break so there were only two active tellers two active tellers so the line was actually moving like slow very very slow and this man entered okay so like before i actually got to the first row this man entered and he walked in he was like looking around saw that the line was like bare long so this one just took the deposit slip filled it and was hanging around and the security the security too was very very busy and i mean even though they are busy when someone tries to commit a crime in there as like as at that time we um you know um, regardless of how busy the environment was this they are still going to get the person so the security were busy and they weren't like coordinating with the queuing and everything so as mom was just hanging around just hanging around i got to the front room i was sitting there waiting so one teller just entered one of the counters and she was like she just pointed to me and told me to come so i walked towards her and i was like uh, she was like why are you here for i was like i'm here for a deposit and this man was still standing there i don't know why she, he was so eager to jump the line i don't know why he didn't want to join the queue and then she asked me are you the person next person to get attended and i was like no the girl comes before me but i think she's doing mobile money transactions so maybe you should check her first and she was like oh okay then i should call the girl so i called the girl and when the girl walked towards the counter the teller was like you know what just stand here i'll do the girl's own i'll do yours then i'll just follow the sequence of the queue and i was like all right so when we we're both standing there preparing to give our slips to her a young man walked towards the counter with receipts bank receipts and he was like he's coming back to get stamps on the receipts and the woman was just laughing why do you have to come back like all the way here to just get stamps like it's it's valid we have the information on the computer and everything so it's valid if the stamp is not there you, if you bring this one here we have the signatures and everything and it's, it's it can prove that we've we've taken in all the necessary processes and everything and he was like the manager of his firm says they they still need the, the you know the stamp so when he was submitting his receipts for the stamp this man who has been you know hanging around trying to jump the line out of nowhere just came and was and was like why are you all trying to jump the line why are you all trying to jump the line and i was i turned and i was like we are not jumping the line the teller called me and called the girl and told us to come and this young man here is just coming for a stamp oh this man just turned to me and told me to shut up he's not talking to me and i was like what the hell do you know one thing about Ghanaian adults they would see you they would like they would confront a situation in public and when you are trying to explain it to them they will tell you to shut up because whatever that they say goes 
they think they are always right you are not always right first of all you've never been right learn how to listen to a younger person learn how to listen to what a younger person is trying to say and learn from it you are never right you are never right in like never in your life should you think you are right so this man told me to shut up i turned around rolled my eyes shook my head and i turned back and i was like i'm not going to shut up and i'm telling you to just shut up because he came here asking why we are jumping the line knowing very well we were part of the queue you've not been part of the queue you've been standing there trying to jump the queue and you're telling me to shut up when i'm trying to explain the situation here to you so the teller was actually confused and then everybody was like everybody's attention was fixated on me i was so shy honestly so i was like do you know what your problem is your problem is you are you are a criminal here in this in this situation you are the criminal here because you are trying to jump the line and you are you are finding every way possible to jump the line so that's why you've come you've come to stand here and as a person as an adult someone who may have children someone who may be leading a company or a firm whatsoever because he's quite old and it looks like he has a company what's what what not i don't i really don't care this is not how to speak to a younger person because why are you speaking to me like this and expecting me to respect you when you can't reciprocate respect okay why are you, is this how you were boss even if you couldn't go to school you've had home training and even if you went to school you've had education to tell you that this is not how to speak to a younger person i am learning from you you are an example in society because you're an adult and people may learn from you and this is how you talk to people the man was quite embarrassed honestly he was very very embarrassed and i was very very angry throughout the whole thing because i was literally shaking when i was talking to him and i didn't stutter honestly i didn't stutter and i was actually glad no, i didn't stutter and i actually gave it to him the way that he deserves because you can't just come and try and humiliate me in public and think it's all right you can't just talk to me anyhow and think it's all right and one thing that kept me going was the teller's energy. Teller was like, yes, go, yes, get him. And I was like, yes, it's given. <laughs> but it was actually given. It was actually funny. And it was actually serious at the same time. Because how do you speak to a younger person that way? I mean, they always think they are right. You're not always right. And if you reciprocate a respect to the younger one, it doesn't kill you. You won't die. Honestly, you won't die. So... Ghanaian adults learn how to reciprocate respect because it's very very important it's very 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 important and talking about reciprocating respect respect doesn't mean coming down bowing down to a younger person or something no that's not the situation although some people may take advantage of the situation whereby you are trying to respect them and you know disrespect you one way or the other but the world i mean the thing all fingers are not the same some fingers are longer than others so you, you wouldn't you wouldn't get everything so fair in the world so like a lot of things do happen but then as an adult as an example to society i believe you should do things in certain ways where people would learn from you where people would respect you where people would you know like understand how things work because um in in, um, in the Ghanaian language i mean they have this um not Ghanaian language i mean in the akan language they have this quotes um um what's the word um, it means um in english it translates i think no everybody has been young before but 
nobody has been an adult before so like you nobody has been an adult before nobody has gone through experiences experiences differ as far as people are concerned your experiences may not be the same as my experience that's why i have different perspectives and different views and opinions on certain matters and topics but then um your experiences to like gives you different perspective on certain topics and certain different um, situations and circumstances whatsoever so like the way you tackle a problem is going to be very different from the way i tackle a problem and it shouldn't always be the violence way maybe if you show respect to me if you show me some form of respect i'm going to show you some form of respect because it's like we are showing respect to each other in the society that's how it should work in sakona and sanaba okay you show me respect i show you respect it should be reciprocal that's how it works so i don't think like the Ghanaian adults who are fond of doing that i think like just change that attitude because it's not really good honestly it's not really good at all yeah guys so to the last segment of this episode okay so today we had to move what the timeline said or what was going on in the timeline or the timeline madness to the last bit because there was something that i like those topics were very important to me so with what the timeline said or what was going on in the timeline okay so this week a video skyrocketed the Ghanaian twitter timeline okay and it was quite it was quite interesting people talked about it it was not even only on twitter it was on snapchat whatsapp people were posting it people were just having conversations around it so basically this this girl went on a date with this guy and then the guy was like through their conversation the guy was telling the girl that she is he is a a woman beater he used to beat his um his ex-girlfriend and this girl was sitting there okay you used to be your ex-girlfriend cool but then i'm going to order this pasta and wine okay i'm going to order this pasta and wine so the girl ordered the pasta and then she ordered the wine and then she called her friends to her rescue so according to her friend her friend was like when the whole situation came up and people were talking about it like telling the girl she's an embarrassment and everything her friend came out and she was like i didn't come there for her rescue she called me that i should pick her up okay because she's not going home with the guy with the guy he's not letting the guy drop him and everything so i should come for her so when i got there she told me to come inside and then came inside with my other friend so like when the guy told her that she um he was he is a woman beside everything she was sitting there ordered pasta and wine because she wanted to eat pasta with italia italia girls with italia and then they invited the friend and then the friend came inside two friends they came inside each of them ordered a glass of wine and according to the friends they paid for the glass of wine so after everything the bill was up and the boy was like the girl would have to top up the bill so more or less like splitting of bill and the girl was like that's so like you are so broke the girl accusing the guy of being broken everything i think the guy left okay because he didn't continue uh, she didn't actually talk about the fact that the guy was still there or not or yeah but she talked about the fact that she had to call a friend and another male friend who came in and paid for the food i mean the bill of the food and wine that she consumed and get her home because i don't get it these upcoming buddies okay upcoming buddies that's how that's how i call them upcoming buddies what are you guys on honestly what are you guys on? What, what what are you looking for because you can't do this and call someone a broke person you basically couldn't pay for the meal 
okay at least pay for the meal and let the person know that yes you you are not broke you can't you're not broke you can't take care of yourself and like you know like show some standards you, you lot don't have standards i mean how are you learning this bad uh, i mean this you know bad lifestyle i mean um this slaying lifestyle what what, what do they call it i have they have a name city girls lifestyle you're not learning a city girls lifestyle in a better way i mean you're you are learning this in a way that's actually in my opinion it's quite embarrassing it's like of low quality low standard and everything because you want to be taken care of but anyhow you want to be taken care of like sometimes show men that you can take care of yourself honestly take care like you can take care of yourself yeah i can take care of myself i can buy this thing that you think i can't buy show them that you're up there to show them that you have standards it's very important my ladies i'm talking to you show them you have standards so the whole thing skyrocketed people were insulting the girl there and about and it was quite funny because week a week ago i think with nigeria Twitter, something of that sort came up this girl went out with a boy and then the boy used the girl's um power bank to charge his phone and after the after they consumed everything um the, the the price was quite the bill was quite hefty and it was around it was 12k or 15k and they get the, the in naira and the and the boy was like he he, he can't pay or something so that's what he he went into his car called a friend a friend came in and like they were they were just like they made the girl wait in the restaurant and the girl came out saw both of them in the car and he was like she was like why are you in the car because you have like you have to come in and settle the bill and all of that and like the boy was like i think the boy's friend was making a whole like new situation around the same situation took his phone out and started recording the girl saying the girl is broke the girl has come to a restaurant to spend 15k that she can't actually pay and like it was a whole like it was a mess so the whole thing was going on the girl had to find ways to charge her phone and pay for her, her food she could pay for her food but this guy who can't pay for that food brought the girl to the restaurant and tried to humiliate her i mean what kind of clout are you after so with this whole situation with tanya girls i was like if you guys can't take care of yourself if you can't bring yourself up to some standard then don't try and be a slay queen baby don't try and be an don't try and be a buddy don't try and be a city girl because you don't fit it doesn't fit you honestly because if you want to be a city girl they have to be up there you have to show them you have that standard yeah so moving on with what happened on the timeline this week we saw the case of the absa bank um fraud or whatever so there was this um 25 year old guy who has been employed on i think he, he's on the contract to work at absa bank in accra and he did some fraud okay so he he's he, he, he stole some money from some clients or some customers of the bank and they finally caught him and he was actually trying to bolt he was trying to you know leave the country and like leave life outside because yeah he wasn't trying to go down for it but then things went down and then it started a conversation of people i mean parents getting to know what their their children 
buy and those kind of things. So when you buy something, your parents have the right to accountability or your parents have the right to ask you where you got the funds to buy that thing. Okay, so where did you generate that fund from? And if people are like, it's not necessary. Parents don't have to know everything about their child's life. That like parents shouldn't be in their child's life all the time. But let me tell you something. It's very, very important that your parent knows every step, every move that you are taking because when you get into trouble, they are the ones who are come to save you, okay? Who will be coming to save you and everything. But you thinking parents don't have the right to know what goes, like, what you do, like, the things that you are buying for yourself and everything. I mean, with children, um, with the kids whose parents give them allowances monthly or weekly to do some things, um, for them, they can, you know, they can lie their way through um oh i've been saving the allowance you've been giving me so yeah that's what i used to buy what i am holding now or what i'm wearing now so yeah don't really worry about it but way back in uni okay but i'm um, sorry before we even get to the uni story but um those of you who don't get allowance from your parents as far as you're young and living under your parents you can get and uh, like being taken care of by your parents if you buy something and your parents ask you where you got the money to buy this kind of things from, just give them a, a, an answer, even if you're lying. Yeah, even if you're lying, just give them an answer. Because, I mean, way back in uni, people were buying cars and you wouldn't actually believe. You actually, you'd actually think that they were from rich homes, okay? They were from homes like like the, the, their parents had it okay so maybe it's the, the car is from home or something but then school back is and then they park the car somewhere and then go home carless and there were a lot of stories whereby people also use their school fees for a lot of things and parents would find out come to the school find out and it's, it was quite heartbreaking and that your parents will go and work nine to five. The nine to five that we've been crying about, the parents will go and work for, from nine to five, gather money, and then, you know, bring it, send it to you as school fees, and you will just misuse the money. And like, it's like, the, 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 all that they are doing is in vain. You do not appreciate anything that they are doing. It's quite, it's quite like troubling when I hear stories of that sort. So like, me going to secondary school and going to uni and like getting to know that people do all of these kind of things i think parents should be asking their kids where they got some things from because it's very necessary parents have the right to ask for accountability from you oh where did you get money to buy that oh where did you get money to buy that where how how did you generate those funds it's very, very necessary because when you get into trouble right now you call them to come and save your ass so if your parents ask you where you got that money to buy that thing? Give them a response. Tell them where you got it from. Even if you're going to lie, just lie. Because the next thing, you can see trouble because of the same thing that you've been doing to generate funds or like, yeah, to buy those flash flashy things that you've been using. And they ask you, oh, okay, where did you get the money? It's none of your business. You get into trouble. Then you're calling them, hello, mom, hello, dad. I'm in trouble. Can you come save me? Can you come bail me out of prison? Let's be serious, honestly. Let's be serious. Yeah, guys, so we've come to the end of this episode, and yeah, I'm grateful for you being with me. Do not forget to subscribe, do not forget to share with your family and friends all across the world, and do not forget to rate us on any listening platform you listen to this podcast on, and do not forget to send a comment or a review. Yeah, so 
it's been quite honorable to be here with you to share my thoughts on these topics yeah thank you for staying here with me and have an amazing weekend and enjoy the week ahead bye